I don't want you to care how challenging it gets. I don't, and I, it's a rough space to be, to be. Get in a place where you can get still and hear from God, but whatever you do, don't quit. Don't quit. Don't give up. Keep soaring. If God put it in there and he gave you the vision, I promise you he's going to make provision. Just stay focused and don't give up. Empower You podcast is devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to our listeners, fans, subscribers, and friends. We talk about a multitude of life principles and the process from an economic, societal, and cultural perspective. We believe that in tough conversations and shared wisdom, we can pave the path and leave a ladder for the future. So subscribe to our channel, rate, review, and let us empower you. Welcome, welcome uh, to Empower You Podcast. My name is Kilboy Cooper. I'm so excited that you all are here today. Um, today we have an awesome episode for you. Uh, today we're going to be talking about sharing vision, right? Um, this is kind of the wrap up for our men's series. Um, we are on episode 101. So we've done some serious work uh, on Empower You Podcast. And I hope you guys have continued to enjoy it, share it, um, because there's just a lot of great stuff on here. So the reason I wanted to talk about sharing vision is because, you know, there's different things that I've encountered on my own journey. Um, but the, then as I as I reflect on the different men who I've known and my brothers and friends and things like that, um, a lot of our anxiety can sometimes come from not being able to share uh, what we truly desire for ourselves or our families or anything like that. And so it seems to me that, you know, vulnerability is it is an entire skill set all by itself. And uh, it's it can be very, very difficult. And so for those who are listening to this, whether you are a male or female or um, you have men that you uh, care about in your life, I think it's really important that we talk about um, how to share vision, how to bring people into and be vulnerable about what you desire for your life. And so I have some fantastic folks who are going to talk to us all about that. Okay. It's a male and a female. They're a couple. Um, they are uh, CEOs of the trucking entrepreneur company. They are responsible for over 400, four, five, six, seven figure trucking entrepreneurs. Uh, they're community advocates, uh, they're coaches, they're motivational speakers, and they're ministers, which I did not know until recently. Um, and, uh, I'm just super excited that they're here to talk to us about sharing vision. So I'm going to go ahead and bring them on up. Hey, hey, Sheldon, Tammy, Moore, how are you all doing? We are fantastic. Hey, Kipway, good to see you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for taking some time to to uh, just kind of discuss this with us. Um, this, this series has been very personal for me just because I think um, as I continue to go through my own entrepreneurship journey, you know, there's just been things that have nothing to do with entrepreneurship that I feel like that have held me back. There have been things that have had nothing to do with my business that I feel like have, uh, uh, have been things that I had to wrestle with that affected my business. And so I'm like, you know what, we gotta, we gotta start making making more space for these kind of conversations um because if i'm dealing with it i know that there are plenty of other people who are dealing with it as well and uh as i continue to to try to uh shed some light i gotta go to the best i gotta i gotta have the best people to pour into us and so i was like yo we we, we gotta get you on here so um if you'll give us you know just a little bit about what you all do, um, who you are, and just a brief history, and then we can kind of just roll into some more questions. What you think? Okay, okay. Uh, my name is Coach Sheldon. I'm known as Coach Sheldon, the box truck coach on social media. Uh, me and my wife, we got uh, three companies. We got two trucking companies. One is WJRM, her trucking company. And then we have Yael Transport, my trucking company. And then we have a coaching service called A Truckerpreneur, where we help people start a transportation company 
with no CDL required uh, in a box truck, a cargo van, and a sprinter van. And we've turned over, uh, my wife says 600, I think it's like 570, but if she says 600, it's 600. 600. So we've turned over 600 people into entrepreneurship uh, since COVID. We produced two millionaires uh, last year out of that, uh, uh, that platform. And uh, we're doing great things, man. And we have prayer call every Monday morning uh, on Instagram and a prayer line every Monday morning at 8 a.m. That particular platform is growing. We have maybe anywhere from 120 to 150 people on Instagram every Monday morning and another 50 to 100 on the uh, on the uh, phone line. Wow. That's incredible. Uh, Tammy? You want to introduce yourself? Yes. Well, hey, everybody. Um, I don't know what else to say. My husband has done a fantastic job just sharing what we do. Um, but yeah, we just help people uh, start a transportation company. But when I look at the big picture, it's more than just starting a transportation company for me. It is true ministry. Um, COVID, as my husband would say, was a blessing and a curse to a lot of people um, in that a lot of families were affected in the adverse way. A lot of hurt, a lot of pain. Um, and then on the flip side, for a lot of entrepreneurs, it was an opportunity to me that God just really opened up and created a space for us to slide in there and really execute and, and launch our talents, our dreams, our goals, our visions, whatever. Um, so that's what we've been doing. We've been just operating in our ministry, operating in our calling, uh, we asked God on a piece of paper a few years ago, we wrote down what we really wanted. You remember that, babe? We wrote down what we wanted, and the Bible says to write that vision, right? So you can't just start going forth with things. You want to write it down first. So we wrote that vision down in 2018, and then we looked three years later. We've, you know, just surpassed our expectations. So just super excited to be, be here um, and yeah, I'm just excited. That's amazing. Ugh, y'all are so inspiring just off the rip, man. I tell you what. That's um so one of the things that I think is really, really cool about both of you, um, and this is something that I noticed as soon as I got to um uh, uh to Client Attraction University, which is where I met uh Tammy and Sheldon was at Client Attraction University. If you guys don't know about them, uh they're absolutely incredible. You need to go Google them. Um, but, uh, I just, I had never been in a room with real people, you know, um, that were operating on such a high level. It was just, it just changed the way that I looked at everything. And, you know, and then I realized that you were from Gary, Tammy. Like I was like, oh my God, like it's a sign, you know, yeah, that's right. Well, right. That's right. <laughs> Glam Park, <laughs> Glam Park, all day. Yes, so, all day. Uh, so it was just—it's it's just been really inspiring watching the way that you all uh, have built what you have built with this empire with trucking, and and it's so accessible to people. How did my my first question, you know, with any of this is is you know where did this particular vision come from? You know, you both have had. And I'll give you a little, and if you could give us a little bit of your backgrounds, um, but you know, you all come from different lives, you know, from very different environments. So this, to have this one vision for what you want to accomplish, um, I just think it's really interesting. And I'm, I wonder where that came from and how that came to be um, for both of you guys. Can you guys speak to that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I'll take this one. So really, um, the the trucking part was a vision that I had coming out of prison. So for some of y'all that may not know, I did eight and a half years in uh, in, in prison. Uh, I went in at 46, got out at 55. I'm 61. I'm 61 years uh, old to, uh, now, and uh, you know that was just six years ago when I walked out of prison. And uh, so the, the the trucking part was given to me in prison. So. You know, I've got my CDLs, worked for a small company. Well, not a small company. I worked for 7UP for like three months. And uh, I was making like $1,500 a week, $1,200, $1,500 a week at 65 hours. Then I went to USA Concrete, did that for like $1,600 a week 
Monday through Saturday for 65, 70 hours. And I said, no, it got to be a better way. So I, I picked up the phone, called a friend of mine. He said, you can make $1,000 a week in a cargo van. I resigned, went and bought me a cargo <laughs> van and started my started my trucking company with a cargo van. I started making $1,000 a week. Seven months later, I bought my first box truck, made 10000 that week. Now, wow. that's how the trucking... That's how the trucking part started. So how the coaching part started, like I said, the trucking part was intentional. Yeah. The coaching part was accident. It was an accident. Okay. So it happened by when I had the cargo van, I used to go to the same places that the 18 wheeler would go, the box truck would go, but the cargo van would back up in the ramp and the 18 wheelers would back up to the dock. Mm. So as I would ask questions like, hey man, how you get the box truck? What's the best box truck to buy? Uh, where you getting your loads from with the box truck? What brokers work with you? Nobody wanted to help me. Uh. Nobody wanted to help me. Nobody wanted to share information. I got extremely pissed off. <laughs> I, got, I got mad because this was happening like different days over and yeah. over again. So I told God that I said, I will never, ever be like that. Mm -hmm. So I end up transitioning from the cargo van to the box truck on my own with no knowledge, made a lot of mistakes, but I end up training five people how to start their company. Three people wow. I went to prison with. <laughs> wow. And two people that um, uh, I went to CDL school with. And all of a sudden my wife said, let's do a seminar. So March of 2018, we had our first seminar in our in our kitchen with 14 people around the table at $25 a seminar. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. So so the yeah. the the, the <laughs> trucking came from you and the coaching came from Tammy. Pretty much. Is that is that what I'm hearing here? Pretty much, pretty much. You know, you always got to have a good helpmate. That's you know, right. I saw him struggling. I saw him struggling and I saw, <laughs> uh, and, and you know, it wasn't so much the struggling. I saw the lesson, you know, because every, every challenge, every, um, every little setback, it's, it's always a lesson behind it. So I saw the lesson that he was going through and I was like, listen, my creative juices start to flow. And that's what people from here in Indiana that's do. Right. So my that's juices right. start to flow and and I was like, it would be really cool if we just did like a seminar. And that kind of is a segue into my background. The reason why I was able to kind of pull this whole coaching thing together is from my corporate background. I never thought about trucking, even though it was prophesied into my life about maybe 10 years ago that I was going to be in trucking. I didn't even believe the prophecy. I was like, I, I will not be driving a truck. I had just finished, you know, healthcare. Um, getting my master's in healthcare. So I was doing very well in the pharmaceutical area. Um, and I link up with Sheldon through the grace of God. He has his trucking company. We launched this coaching program. And then guess what I have, you guys? A trucking company. So the prophecy, <laughs> <laughs> the prophecy still came forth. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, in the greater scheme of things, I just saw that it was an opportunity to help other people. Um, and then once we started to grow and grow and grow and scale up and get the right coaches on board and the right mentors, we now run a seven-figure coaching program. Wow. Wow. So that's, first of all, that is so much ground to cover in three years. Um, yeah. You know, and and especially, you know, uh, uh, coming from, you know, being locked up, Sheldon, to now being, you know, multiple seven figures. You know, when you talk about your latter will be greater than your former. I can't think of a better example of yes. that, you know, yeah. and um, I think that's just incredible. One of the things I want to ask you is how you were able to um, to communicate all of this. Like, how did so you're 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 making money, right? You're doing well, you know, uh, um, you're doing well really rapidly, right? You, you went ahead and quit that job, got you a box truck, you know, and just kind of hitting it as, as best you, as you can. But now you're, you're, you're with a, a lady with a totally different set of skills than you, um, a totally different background than you. And you have to be vulnerable enough to allow her to bring something that is not your skill set into something that's clearly working for you. 
So I think there's a lot of in between there. Um, and I know for myself, it can be very difficult, especially once you have learned to function by yourself, um, to allow other people in. Um, and I, I think especially for men, we, we tend to, to hoard our vision, right? We don't want anybody to mess with it. We don't want anybody to talk bad about it. You know, we're just going to do it on our own. That way we can prove to ourselves and everybody else that, you know, we are capable. At least that's the way I internalize things. Does any of that resonate with you? It does. Oh, it, it does for me. I'm, I'm so glad that you highlighted that point because... Sheldon and I do come from different backgrounds. We do have a different skill sets. We different personalities. We're just different. But what what makes it makes us so unique and what makes it work is that I truly believe that our connection was designed by God. Because why he was in prison and he was serving a bed and he was you know in a whole different place where I than where I was. I still was broken praying for a husband asking god mm. to send me someone i can do business with mm. and it was ironic that it was it was during the same time that he was in prison with the time that i started going through my transformation in life and so with that being said even though we're so independent of one another in so many different ways we're still very unique we still share a lot of commonalities that make it work and one of the things that make it work is he tells me all the time you stay in your lane like i understand the trucking you're not gonna go out there and look at no engine you're not gonna go out there and change oil you don't even know how to crank the truck up tammy and so i stay in my lane and then um his, I, he stay in his lane i stay in my line my skill set is the marketing it is i seeking out coaches it is coming back to him saying hey i like this call i think they can help us what do you think you know, so we learned our lanes and it was tough. It wasn't like it was a cakewalk for us, but we got there. So now running a business for us, it's not like we're not clashing like that anymore. Yeah. You know, and that's a that's a that's a good thing because I was as you was talking, yeah. I started to kind of look back and I was like, man, we don't even argue about the business anymore. Like we used to like really clash. We may have a discrepancy about, you know, what about this amount? What about payroll? Things like that, that any company want to assess together. Mm -hmm. But as far as the business really hindering our relationship like it was, I'm, I'm proud to say that we have conquered some, some really great ground with that. And with the help of therapy, you know, having our own separate therapy sessions with our own coaches that pour back into us and help us. So... We, well, we, we, we raced out and got the folks that can help us in every area, not just the business side, but also from a personal side to keep us grounded. And we have that work-life, personal life balance. Wow. Wow. That's, I think you guys are, um, you are, you know, when they say relationship goals, you know, you guys, y'all are relationship <laughs> goals, you know, one, because you're able to function in a, uh, in a, in a healthy way. Um, even in very complex environments, which business can be very, very complex and it can be um, a doozy for sure. And so for you all to be functioning on a high level that way, it says to me that you all communicate super well with each other. Uh, where do you feel like you learned your abilities to communicate from? Like, did you get that from your parents? Did you learn that from school? Like, where do you get your communication styles from? Well, mine is uh, mine is a little more different than my wife's. Like, for example, I was a communication major in college, but never never got my degree. So, and then I studied theater and film, mm. and then I come from a uh, a salesmanship background. I was a car salesman for twenty years. So my so I've always been in the spotlight as far as being on stage, acting. Uh, communicating with people just with my major and also being a top salesman. I was always a top salesman everywhere I, I went. So I had to communicate to people if I wanted them to get, you know, for them to purchase that automobile. So that's where my skill set comes from. Now, her skill set is more so from, uh, you know, college and getting having well, a master's degree. I, I have to say, I have to say that. <laughs> The communication piece for me, I've always been a communicator. Uh, from a youth, my mom is a retired educator, so I was always in plays at church. Um, I was always asked to speak. 
I, I was on in every Easter program, every play. <laughs> uh, come over my house, you had to play school with me, or we had to write a play and act things out. That was seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Then I go off to uh, high school, Lou Wallace, and I'm in drama. I'm in a newspaper club. I'm in theater. But I have to say that mine originated from my mom. I got to give her her props. My mom is probably the most over-communicating person on the planet because she is an educator. However, that's just where I know my foundation came from. As a child, she constantly poured into us about communicating speaking up for yourself, articulating your words right, hold the microphone this way, <laughs> the camera. So when I see cameras and microphones, I'm like, this is my comfort zone. <laughs> you know, so it comes so easy for me. Um, so I would have to get, I would have to give my mom, Mary Woods, major, major, major props. Um, you know, my grandmother, my family, the family that reared me is where it all started. So mom, if you're listening, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. You that's my stomping ground too. Like I lived uh <laughs> right up the street from Lou Wallace, like a block or two. How do you start to take down your guard and allow somebody to speak into you enough to start adding different components to your business or start uh, um, expanding upon uh, a business that involves money, that involves things that you're not good at? Because for me, I just try to get I have in the past just tried to get good at everything I possibly can. And it works and it almost makes it more difficult to get help at that point. You know, the thing about it is, um, first of all, Sheldon and I, he's 61 and I'm 53. So we ain't trying to have every single responsibility on our plate. But when we first started, we didn't realize how much we were doing until we stepped back and just wrote down like what all are we responsible for in this business how do we get here and what are we you know what what do we do every day so we looked at what we were doing and then we looked at our team members to see who would be better suited to take on that role now how do we build trust to hire people to get you know to hire them into our program how do we select our employees how do we feel uh, build those trust mechanisms that took some time and that took prayer um, only God could have sent us our team. Only God. We've had some people that around. We've had some that we've had to, you know, that just wasn't a good fit for certain roles or whatever. Um, but for our core team, it's nothing but God. Um, Sheldon has, number one, we learned, I think we learned this from Alex Burton, that the best thing you can do is duplicate yourself. So when I saw my husband start to be extremely stressed out, the entire team rallied around him. So we delegated and we assigned Coach Danita um, as an assistant coach. How do we find Coach Danita? I work with her in corporate America. I already had a trust level with her already. I knew her work ethics. I knew how she showed up every day for her life. So she was a good fit for our team. Um, other employees, God just sent them our way. For example, one of our employees who's been rocking with us a long time, my skill set is this, I'm available. So it's like God sent these people. We never put an advertisement out there for our team. We never, we just advertised today for the very first time for a content creator and a video editor. Uh, and that's because we're looking for maybe a young millennial or someone like that. Um, we already have leads, but we did advertise it. Thank you so much for listening to Empower You Podcast. I just want to interrupt you for a second to tell you about a brand new podcast that's on the Creative Podcast Network. So the Guru Guide to Podcast is my latest project, and this podcast is dedicated strictly to the business podcasters, the CEOs who are looking to save more time on social media, the, the conscious business owners who understand that they can't get the same results out of their business if they're spending all of their time on social media and that they need to be speaking to more of their ideal clients and build a community around their offer, around their services, around their expertise. If you are a business owner, a coach, a consultant, service provider who's looking to create a profitable business podcast that increases your revenue and decreases the amount of time you'll need to spend on social media, you need to click the link in the show notes and listen to the Guru Guide to Podcasting. I can't wait for you to check it out. I'll see you there. But, you know, we just looked at what was the workload like, how stressed we were, um, and we just had to trust people to do their jobs. Some of it was just trial and error, too. Yeah. Everybody's not a good fit for what you're doing or what you what your vision is. So, you know, sometimes you just, you, you know, you take a chance on somebody and they work out and sometimes they don't work out. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So we just had to, we, we went through those, uh, what I call the five or seven stages to a team, forming a team. And so our team has gone through just about every single stage. I mean, don't get me wrong now, when you build something as fast as we did, and it was a really fast uptake, it's kind of like, it's hard to let your little baby go. It's hard for somebody to call <laughs> your baby ugly. It's hard to <laughs> allow somebody else to babysit your baby. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> so Absolutely. It, it, was, it wasn't like a cakewalk. It was a process. It was a process, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, I'm, we're... we're place now so for 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 the folks who are listening to this you know how would you tell them what would you tell them to do first you know if they're starting to have a vision for themselves if they're starting to say okay you know because it can be difficult to even identify what your vision is right so once you feel like you got it what is the first steps uh, uh, of actually, you know, investigating and vetting, you know, your actual vision for yourself. The first and most important step, you have to rebuke fear and denounce fear because mm. fear is going to flare up. It, it, your fear of you starting your business, my fear of starting my business, the fear of Kentucky Fried Chicken starting his business, the fear... <laughs> of the man that owns Chick-fil-A, everybody had fear. But until you step out there on faith and, and go for it and, and put in your mind that I'm not going to fail, and even if you do fail, I heard this quote on social media, even if you do fail, you didn't fail, you fallen, but you got back up. Absolutely. So you never failed, you just trip but you got back up and the second most important thing as you mentioned earlier uh find a mentor man invest in yourself by finding a mentor like we did we would have never ever blew up the magnitude that we did if we didn't invest in Marquell russell and his team and client uh uh attraction university because me and my wife had no idea about social media and we had to learn it and they was our mentor and they taught us what we needed to know and we took off. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I would I would just add um that two things that I used to struggle with. Um so every now and then it can be a little challenge because as my husband say, you know, remove that word struggle and let's use the word challenge is just be your authentic self. Just show up every single day as your authentic self. What does that look like? That's who the core of you really are. That's everything that God has put in you. Don't try to change it to fit in. Don't try to, you know, for us, a social media platform, social media can have you feeling like you gotta have everything together and everybody's doing this and everybody looking all polished. Just be your authentic self, authentic self. If you curse, cuss. If you drink, <laughs> drink. You know, if you sing, sing. If you wear wigs and you want to take it off on camera, do it. Like, because you're going to attract the people that, that can relate to that. That's your target audience. Mm. They're doing the same thing. Mm. And they can relate to you. The other thing is, don't assume anything. I'm learning single day that how you feel about me ain't even really none of my business. I really don't care. Mm. I don't mean show up as your authentic self and you raggedy, you ratchet, you doing people wrong, you talking <laughs> to people sideways. Because uh, I got some people in my life that show up like that and they and they love to say, I'm just being me. But that ain't you. Like, you're hurting people. You know, so there's a difference of being your authentic self in a negative way and being your authentic self where you're actually living your life on purpose and you're living out the greatest expression of who you are. That's the authentic self that I'm talking about. Yeah. So that's all I would add is to truly be your authentic self and don't worry about what anybody thinking. What I've learned is that people have analysis paralysis. You have to analyze and overanalyze and dot every T and cross every... Mm. No. Mm. Throw it out there launch your vision, launch your dream, and then fix it and perfect it as you go. They will never know it's messed up unless you tell them. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Trust me, I know. <laughs> it's like getting a car, you put your wheel on, put the other wheel on, put the steering wheel, find some brakes, and drive, you know? So, yeah. 
uh, that, that's what I would add. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, uh, you said rebuke fear and be yourself. That, those are that's powerful, especially now. I feel like we are, uh, at least on social media, there's this we're always trying to compete with somebody else's highlight, right? That, that, that 30 seconds of somebody's life that looked incredible. Well, how are you feeling all kind of funny about the last four years of, of grinding that you've been doing, you know? Um, when in reality you can, you can create 60 seconds worth of something to look at way easier than you can actually stay grinding for two, three, four years and create something that also gives to other people. Um, the way that you all have and it, and that I think that is one of the most inspiring things about you all is the fact that you're you've been able to create something that truly blesses other people right and I think that's the biggest the, the biggest metric for success in my opinion is just how many people you're able to impact um, and, and, and add some kind of transformation to them and I think for men especially sometimes we can let our visions die inside of us because of the two things you mentioned one is fear and then the two is we're just afraid to show up as our authentic self we can get very used to becoming or performing the 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 sheldon or the kibway that is acceptable in the environments that you come from you know and so it's very difficult to start to peel back all of the layers uh that involve um, development that involve you actually living out your vision, you know. Um, Sheldon, can you tell me a little bit about how you were you've been able to um, to be vulnerable enough to grow the way that you have? I don't think you can grow really if you're not vulnerable, and obviously that comes in degrees, right? I feel like I've uh, achieved a certain level of, of vulnerability, but man, I'm having trouble getting into different areas. And so uh, what, what, what's what been working for you and how have you been able to uh, grow in your ability to be vulnerable? That's an easy question for me. And that, that question, uh, that question got answered when I was laying on my prison bed and God spoke to me that he wanted me to be a minister of his. But after he told me that, he told me, if you're going to be a minister of mine, never be a slave to what people think about you. Mm. So once he told me that, he told me, he said, I got you. So I just want you to minister to my people, tell them about your testimony, tell them about your, your struggles, and never be a slave to what they think. Because he was, he was prepping me, they're going to talk about you because mm -hmm. they talked about me. So that's that's how I'm I'm uh, I'm vulnerable. And then I, I remember what uh, what Dre said in CAU, and my wife just she just confirmed it. Just be yourself. Just by me telling people the success I'm having after doing eight and a half years in prison, I relate to somebody. Yeah. Just be just when I tell somebody how successful I am, and. I didn't start until I was 55 years old getting out of prison. Now I'm talking to somebody that got some age on them. Mm. So people will be able to relate. So you just yeah. you just be yourself and let God take care of the work. I mean, let God take care of the rest. Mm. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's 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 what I I I, I struggle with that. I struggle with that. That's difficult. That's you struggle difficult. with being your authentic self? Um, I feel like I struggle with not being what other people need me to be. I grew up in a family um, where, you know, I have five sisters um, and it was just me and my brother. And then my dad worked a whole lot and my mom was uh, an educator and things like that. She's, she was brilliant. But we were kind of, um, and you know how Gary is, you know, like, we were in charge of making sure all of my dad's ladies were safe and were good, you know? And so it was not important what we wanted to do. It was not important, you know, our, our own different little things. We had to make sure that the collective worked out um, and then we could handle our stuff on the back end. And so as an adult now, I tend to defer what I want based off of the needs that I think 
other people have of me. And I'm learning to get out of that mindset because it'll do two things. It one, it makes me just crave being by myself because at least I don't feel the pressure of everybody needing something from me. But then two, it makes it difficult to really establish who and how you want to be even in a crowd of people, right? So that's 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 great that you were saying that. Um, and I think that's that's real. That's real because people are gonna talk about you either way. They're gonna talk about you either way, yes. brother. They they gonna look. They gonna compliment you one day, and as soon as you make a mistake, they're gonna criticize you the next. You just got to keep pushing, keep going forward with your dream. Like I said, and rebuke that fear and just brush that stuff off because it's coming. It's coming. So you know, it's coming. Yeah. 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 I remember, and and just to piggyback, I mean, I remember when we first got on social media and we made our first video of me coming out the house saying, did you know you can start a transportation? <laughs> and social media, it was people saying, look at this, look at this pimp with this uh, fly linen suit on. Look at this, you know, they were just talking about me, talking about me. And then when we start pr producing results, the criticism left. When we start posting uh, testimonials of all the people we helped, the criticism stopped, you know, so. Hey, man. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you, um, you know, I, I, I can sympathize with you and empathize with you because that was who I am. Every single thing I did in my life was to please either friends, my family, somebody. I, I was always and, and I, I, I was just a people pleaser. So once I got rid of the disease to please, Ooh. and that is a journey. <laughs> That's a journey. <laughs> That's good. That's a journey. <laughs> I started surrounding myself with people that organically didn't care what people thought about them. They didn't give a doggone what you thought. And I found myself being attracted and wanting to hang around those kind of people. I didn't care about their income status. I didn't care about their background. I just liked that they were so authentic and I was able to pull something from them, you know? And then, you know, as I started to look at other people and the folks that was being so critical, I'm like, you need to, now you need to kind of trip around your own front door. You know, and most of my church, I mean, in the black church, we're raised to go to church, jump on the pews, pray. And time you get in the parking lot, you're talking about Sister Mary, talking about brother this and that. Then you go over there talking about this person. So I was around all that negativity and gossip. So that I, I grew up trying to be a pleaser all my life. And now, I mean, sometimes my husband has to redirect me, but it's not like how it used to be. A lot of times and of late, if he tell me he's thinking about something or if he tells me, hey, what's your idea? What do you think about this? And I know that the decision may step on some to toes. I'll contemplate it. I talk with him back and forth. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna follow your lead. You know, so I'm learning to just, just chill. Yeah. And that comes from working on yourself and having a therapist. <laughs> right, and having a therapist, for <laughs> real. Yeah. For real. So, so what was the, um, what was one of the biggest breakthroughs you had? Uh, uh, once you start to share your vision, right? Because now we know how what to do first. Like when you feel like you have a vision, you know, you need to rebuke fear and be your authentic self, right? Seek out coaches who will continue to breathe life into that vision, right? Trial and error. When you're trying to bring people aboard, you know, certain times things are just not going to work out, but you just got to keep moving and build as you go. Right. So what was now, what's one of the breakthroughs that's just like, yo, we getting somewhere with this. We are getting, this is, this is, this is confirmation right here. What was one of those moments for you all? I would probably say uh, for us, when our coaching clients start having success, mm. when they actually start, cause it was now, don't get me wrong. It was one time and I don't know if my wife remember this, I had got overwhelmed because people were signing up for coaching at a high at a high rate, and I had to question myself. I was like, "Man, can I can I take these people to the yeah. promised land? <laughs> you know, can I get them there?" And I had to question myself. And then I was like, "Yeah, you can get them there." And once we start seeing people starting to have success, and it, it just built up our confidence, like we got this, we got this, yeah. we can do this. 
Wow. That, that was the biggest breakthrough for me. When I was like, we're really transforming lives. When you got single moms who's like, man, this kid that I can't even handle and the world can't handle, but through your program, Coach Sheldon, I can put my son in a van and birth that entrepreneur spirit out of him and keep him out of jail, keep him out of trouble. Man, thank you. That was the magnifying moment for me because it wasn't, oh God, this is the second podcast. I cannot believe I'm about to cry. Oh God. Okay, <laughs> keep it together. That, um, that was a determining factor for me when I realized that God truly was going to use us as vessels to get exactly what he wanted out of us to reach his people and to help set his people free during the worst time I've ever experienced in the United States was COVID. I'd never experienced anything like that. I didn't even realize how important oxygen levels was mm. into COVID, mm. you know? And so to be a part of this historical moment, cause it's gonna go down in history and to still be here and to see all the lives that we impacted. If we had given up in January of 2020, we would not be able, we wouldn't be here to say, say this right now. We just wouldn't be here. Wow. We wouldn't be at this level. Oh man. Oh man. And that's, I want to stay there for a second. You said if we had given up in January, you know, I've had a few of those moments, you know, in the, in the last couple of months that, you know, you just learn more the further you get along. And even though you feel like, at least for me, sometimes I feel like, like, yo, this is, this is, this is a lot, you know, um, sometimes the ups and the downs of it are just like bruising. Um, and so you're just like, is this going to be the blow that takes me out? You know, but now several things removed, you can see the grand picture of all of that. And so in January, there probably was a really perfectly logical reason for you to stop. You know what I mean? But then pushing past that, you know, you guys are making history, you know, 600, 400, 500, 600, whatever the number is, that's significant. That is significant. And are a lot of these families that you've been able to help, a lot of these are African-American families. Am I correct? Yes. 95% of our coaching clients, probably 98, I should say to be more realistic, um, are all African-American. Now we do have a diversified coaching program. We have some diversity in there, but the bulk of the people that um, God sent our way, same nationality, same backgrounds, yeah. you know. So, so. so you're doing what you are allowing God to give you the, the ability to do for your community what public institutions couldn't do, what the government programs can't do, what you know the penal system won't can't do well i just think it's really powerful you know and and it's got to be super super heavy so what do you guys do right now to to stay yourselves and not cave under all of the pressure that i'm sure you know your vision has had the burden i won't say pressure i'll say the burden that your vision has uh put on you what we do and we keep it simple. We stay rooted in God. That's all we try to do. We don't know how long this journey is going to last. We don't know if he want us to pivot left or pivot right. You know what I'm saying? We just stay him. And uh, we, we practice spiritual principles. We tithers. Uh, and we got plenty of seeds in the ground. When I say we got plenty hey. of seeds in the ground, <laughs> we, 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 didn't, we probably got maybe... 10 to 12 people we coaching for free. We didn't have in the ground where we didn't pay for gas at the gas pump. Uh, uh, coaching client truck breakdown. We pay for the toll. They want to pay us back. We tell them no. A co coaching, pro uh, coaching client uh, uh, can't make the last payment. We waive the payment. We didn't did all kind of things. So it ain't just about money with us. Mm -hmm. It's really, really making sure that these people are taken care of. And, you know, we just, we just stay rooted in him. And he just take us where we need to go. Every time we think this thing is about to slow down, God, pick it back up. <laughs> Y'all are giving me life right now. Y'all are giving me life. Yeah. Uh, I need some of that pickup. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, come visit us. Come visit, come, come to the ATL. <laughs> yes, yes. So, 
um, there's two more things and then I'll let y'all go. So um, at the end of every episode, we do thought exercises um, and the thought exercise is really just something that you want to share with the audience. Maybe it's a book or a poem or a quote that you've been thinking on or that's really spoken to you. Um, that's really enabled you to 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 live up to your to where you are right now. Um, they're just designed to give us something tangible we can practice right away leading into the rest of our week and everything else like that. But the question I want to ask you before then is what's the one thing you want our audience to take away from uh, the benefits, the value uh, of sharing your vision with the world? So, so say that question. So what's the one thing you want our audience to take away from um, this conversation about the benefits and the realities that can come from sharing your vision? Um, I would like for your audience to take away, I hope I'm answering this correctly, that what whatever vision that they may have, there are some people out there desperately need that information. Mm. And you will be surprised how many people are out there just like you that they need to hear what you got to say. They need to see what you're going to launch. They need your type of customer service. They need your type of brand. They need your type of product. I hope I answered that correctly. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, that's good too. Oh my goodness. The only other thing I'm going to say is I don't care... I don't want you to care how challenging it gets. I don't, I, and I, it's a rough space to be, to be. Get in a place where you can get still and hear from God, but whatever you do, don't quit. Don't quit, don't give up, keep soaring. If God put it in there and he gave you the vision, I promise you he's going to make provision. Just stay focused and don't give up. Mm. Oh my goodness. Y'all, again, this is Tammy and Sheldon uh, Moore. You know, they are absolutely incredible CEOs. You know, their impact that they have created is just outstanding and continues to exceed all expectations. Um, so there will be links in the show notes on how to find them, how to follow them. Um, but uh, uh, I want you all to sit with that just those two last thoughts really quickly you know um someone is waiting exactly for what you have to offer and that if god gave it to you as a vision he's going to provide the provisions to see it to the end my coach Marquel posted a poem that i used to recite back during my drama days and all that and it brought tears to my eyes this morning because i'm like oh my god that's the poem i used to say my mom made us learn this poem it is. I'm and I'm I'm kind of move around. I'm not going to do the full poem, but I want you to know when the road you're struggling seems uphill, when funds are low, when funds are low and debts are, and you want to smile, but you have to sigh. When care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but do not quit. Life is queer with its toss and turns. It's every one of us sometimes learn. And many a fellow turns about what he might have won if he only stuck it out. Don't give up. The pace may seem low. You will succeed with another blow. Success is failure turned inside out. The silver tint and the clouds of doubt. And you can never tell how close you are. It might be near when it seemed so far. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. When things seems worst, that's when you must not quit. Love you. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Y'all, that's an, that's amazing. That's amazing. Sheldon, did you want to add anything to that? Whatever you're doing, the hustle part is sold separately. So uh, if you work for a company for 10 years, you put that same energy and more into your own business. And the hustle part is so separately. If you got the idea and the vision, put that hustle behind it, and I guarantee you, you ain't gonna fail. You ain't gonna fail. Wow. Wow. Y'all, 
I feel so blessed right now. Um, how can people get a hold of you all? Where can they find you? How can they, uh, uh, folks from Gary, folks from Chicago, folks from Fort Wayne who gonna listen to this and who have been thinking about getting into the transportation industry, looking for a new gig, looking for a new uh, a way to make themselves some money um, and, and to, to, to change their lives. How do people get a hold of you? Because you all, not only are you divine and anointed, uh, but you all are the goats of the trucking business. And so um, how do they get a hold of you all? How do they tap in? Uh, you can uh, on Instagram is Sheldon underscore box truck coach. Sheldon underscore box truck coach. On our website is uh, boxtruckcoach.com. Boxtruckcoach.com. And uh, our toll free number is 833 269 8785. And you can hit uh, follow the prompts. Thank you guys so much for spending some of your time. I know you guys have a lot of stuff going on um, and I appreciate you pouring into us, pouring into me. Um, and uh, if there's anything that we can do for you guys, please let us know. If there's anything you want us to cover, um, any anything you need from me, y'all got my number. So uh, feel free to hit yes, me up. Yes, I got you locked okay? in. Yes, yes. And Absolutely. for all of you all who are listening, if you're interested in getting into to, to uh, into the trucking business, you guys definitely want to talk to, to Sheldon and Tammy. And they got this thing locked in, okay? And, and, and in a world where there's people are always selling you ideas, you know, they can actually sell you the tangible results um, in a way that uh, is not only transformative, but that is complete, right? Like, you're not just kind of getting some of the sauce and then you walk out to figure the rest of it out. Like the complete yeah. package. Complete. Yes. Yes. And um, they're, they're the go-tos. So we'll put all these links in the show notes. Um, and and uh, I can't wait to hear you all's response to this episode. So thank you so much, Sheldon, Tammy. I truly appreciate you so very, very much. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Empower You Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review this episode because we would love to hear your takeaways from this discussion. And it helps us reach more listeners just like you. If you'd like daily audio video clips from the podcast, you can find Empower You Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon.